The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. The person who loves their life loses it, and the person who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honor. Now my soul is troubled, and what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it is for this reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said that it was thunder. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, this voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise. Good morning, everyone. Today is the fifth Sunday of Lent and the fifth week of our message series on the pathways to freedom. In, Deke one, or in, in week one, Deacon Frank talked about experiencing Lent in a different way, a way that is not bound by duty, rules, and that good old Catholic guilt. He asked a very important question. Are we really free? Free from sin and all of its trappings? Well, we can also ask, are we free from displaying our false selves to others? That mask that we put on each day before we go out into the world. Are we free to speak the truth, the real truth, regardless of the opposition that we might face? Lent gives us a chance to stop, contemplate, and maybe just press that reset button and start over once again, to rediscover our connectedness to God. Jesus came to free the captives and to set our hearts free. Freedom. Faith and trust in God's promises can be another pathway to freedom, as we discovered in week two. We discovered that with faith, we can look to the future with hope and trust. 
With faith, we can know the rest of the story. We have the joy of looking ahead and knowing that God has something wonderful planned for each and every one of us, and that is sharing in his eternal life. We discovered a definition of faith from the letter to the Hebrews. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. We have this knowledge of God and his love for us, but many times we have trouble recognizing the truth about who we really are. We have to travel that long distance that Father Mark talked about, you know, that distance from the head to the heart. And sometimes that's a very long and arduous journey for many of us. We also heard from Romans chapter 8, <clears throat> and this is one of my favorite passages. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or the sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. How fortunate we are to know the rest, of that sto the rest of the story beforehand. And this is what gives us immeasurable hope and freedom. Freedom uh, from worry and concern over the world and its state, over broken relationships, over our health concerns, over our financial distress. Freedom to know that God is in control and that his purposes will be realized through and in spite of all these circumstances that we come across in life. This freedom doesn't give us a, a carefree life without worries, but it, is, it does allow us to place our trust in the one who loves us deeply. Last week we were reminded that our inherent value is found in God's love for each and every one of us. Our value doesn't diminish because of our sinfulness, our brokenness, or our bruised and tattered lives. God sees us with the eyes of love. That's how he looks at us. The true heart of God is seen in the vision of the cross of Jesus. His pure, unselfish generosity and love for us Jesus is the grain of wheat that dies in order to be fruitful. He is the one who loses his life for us, yet rises from the dead. When we realize how much God loves us, not in our head, you know, but in our hearts, our transformation to hope and freedom will begin. And it is a process. We might have to declare to ourselves over and over again, how much we are loved and treasured by our Lord. We need to remind ourselves of that before we can actually believe it. Today, our gospel passage begins with desire. Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Now, why were these Greeks so interested in him? Maybe they heard that about his deeds and they were hoping to see a miracle. Or maybe they were, they were hoping that he would grant them a request. 
Or were they skeptics looking for a way to discredit him? We will never know because the gospel doesn't um, explain that. But what about us? Do we desire to really see Jesus? Do we really want the freedom that he can bring to us? Do we want to break the chains of our sin and our brokenness? Do we really want to stand up and speak the truth? Because that isn't easy, is it? Recall a time in your lives when you really wanted Jesus in earnest. That time when you wanted to experience his grace and his mercy and his closeness and his, his comfort to us. Maybe there were times when we just wanted Jesus for what he could do for us. Our safety, security, health, or maybe healing from sickness. Were there times in our lives when we wanted to express our anger and our disappointment when things didn't turn out the way we wanted them to or maybe the way that we prayed for? Maybe there were times when we didn't want to see Jesus at all didn't want him around. We preferred to do things our way, even if we knew deep down inside that they, it wasn't the right thing to do. I've been there in each of those situations, dare say more than a few times, and I suspect that many of you have been there as well. True joy and true freedom come from the Jesus who settles deep inside of us, in the core of us, bringing calmness, that sense of peace. You know, one of the most spiritual people that I know is one of the calmest people that I know. Nothing flaps him. And that's how I know he's close to God, because of his peace and that calm that he has all the time. Now, isn't that something that we could all live with? Our pathway to freedom this week is to just seek Jesus, as the Greeks did in our gospel today. And in seeking him, we will find and we will discover how much he loves us, but almost how much, or almost how much he seeks us as well. We need to remember that Lent is not just about our sin and our brokenness. Yes, we do fall, we fail, we disappoint. We are all in need of forgiveness. But that's not the whole story, is it? When we finally see Jesus, we will discover that it is more about his mercy and his unconditional love. It's more about who we are. We're daughters and sons of God. We're brothers and sisters of Jesus in communion with the Holy Spirit who brings us God's beautiful life. Jesus desires to see us in an unwavering love, even when our desire might be a little shaky at times. He loves us whether or not we love him back. I have struggled with this idea many times you know, sometimes I preferred to just see my own faults and, and failings and how I have disappointed God. And that's okay. But the evil one, 
He makes sure that we dwell on our brokenness and not on our blessedness. We have God's promise of love and faithfulness regardless of our struggles to be faithful to him. And that's what we can rely on. That is the good news that he is waiting for us, always, just as the Greeks waited for him in our gospel. So, are we willing to let Jesus love us today, right now, with all of our faults and our flat spots, as my brother would say? Are we willing to let our guard down and just let him come into us through the Holy Eucharist today, through his grace and his power? Jesus tells us today, at the end of our gospel, and I... When I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself, to peace, to calm, to joy, to freedom. Thanks be to God.